0: Thank you. WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. Hope you're having a great weekend. Boy, I tell you what, what a beautiful, beautiful morning here. Cool, not bad at all. Boy, what a lovely weekend to get out and do some fishing. Things are moving along quite nicely here i think we're of course i've said this before but eh, yeah <clears throat> things are uh, things are starting to improve in terms of uh, uh a bunch of different factors um the water levels are going down that's uh that's a beautiful thing glad to see that right now uh it's actually a little higher than i thought it was but uh I, i'm i'm looking at the uh chart here this morning uh, the river stage is sitting at uh, 7, nine right now flow is right around 70,000 cubic feet per second uh, but uh, it is trending downward and looks like uh, we're going to be down below 7 feet by next weekend so i'm uh, as we roll into august here it looks like we might be able to get some uh, some decent river conditions going which uh, which is always a good thing yeah, uh, I take that back. I said seventy thousand. My my mistake. The uh, flow right now up uh, up at Dresbach is uh, about sixty thousand, so uh, it's uh, it's slowing down a little bit, getting a little. You know, that's uh, that's always a good thing. Water temperatures um, still kind of in the, you know they're in a great range right now. I mean, you know, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of summertime conditions, usually you think it's going to be you know maybe seven, eight degrees warmer than what it currently is. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, this cool stretch that, that we've had has, uh, uh, and I, I think the rain has kind of cooled things off a little bit too in terms of uh, the, uh, the water temperature as well. But, uh, um, yeah, water temperatures are in a great range right now. Uh, Trump, or, well, let's see, Winona sitting at 79, which is kind of always their gauge is a couple of degrees off. A little more consistent. In the further south you go here, seventy-four in Trempealeau and La Crescent, uh, Genoa is at seventy-six. So is Lynxville. So in that uh, in that mid-seventies range, uh, up, uh, you know on a good stretch of river here, and and boy, that's a you know, that's a great temperature for uh, for this time of year. Usually, uh, you know, memory serves. Um, usually, we're we're talking probably somewhere around 80, 82. I'm thinking like low to mid 80s, uh, usually by uh, by this time in July here. So uh, just haven't had that. Uh, uh, I mean, we've had stretches, yeah, but we just haven't had had that real hot, hot weather that uh, that always makes it, you know, just another tough element to uh, uh, when you get out there go fishing. So, but on the good side here too, uh, you know, hey, I'm, I'll I'll take the water temperatures. That, that's no problem. And the water going down. That just means uh, less area for the fish to uh, move around in, and from a lot of indications anyway that hey things are going pretty well. Uh, lots of uh, lots of activity, things are starting to pick up out there. Um, Talked to the folks up at Fat Cat Bait and Trample this morning to get the uh, uh, Powerhouse Marine uh, Hotspot report, and uh, I, I guess I would have to say you know if you're going to fish somewhere, um, you know. Check out I, check out the Lock and Dams. Um, you know whether you go up to Tremplo or Dresbach, down to Genoa, uh, take your pick. Um, I'm thinking right now if you're if you're looking for some good fish, some good uh, some good eaters, check out the walleye bite. Walleye bite is starting to pick up here, and uh, I think that's uh, that's a great. Or check out the uh, uh, you know uh, if you don't have a boat, head on out to uh, one of the floats out there and uh take your pick uh they're at all three so uh, i think uh i think you can do pretty well this weekend on the uh on the walleye bite by uh, by the lock and dams um and then failing uh you know failing that check out the uh, check out those wing dams as well while i'll be hanging out in there i you know and um those are going to be great places to to check out. So yeah, I think uh, for the hot spot, yeah, definitely uh, definitely check out check out the Lock and Dams. I think you'll uh, I, I think you'll do really really well on the walleye bite this weekend, and of course stop into Fat Cat and get your uh, bait needs taken care of here before uh, before you head out and uh, check things out there. Uh, you know, as far as uh, other species go, uh, the panfish bite um doing real well up uh in the three lakes region uh up there as well and i would imagine uh, elsewhere the uh, the bite is starting to uh to pick up as well i haven't uh uh unfortunately i haven't had a chance to get out and do much in the way of fishing uh <laughs> uh it's sad to say with the, uh work and everything but uh you know it yeah this is a great time of year i mean you know and, and i think the panfish bite is going to start to get going here and i mean pick your poison you know uh whether you want to use just a you know a little chunk of night crawler a little plastic what have you i mean i think you'll do well just find yeah, find a down tree find some you know find some structure uh, that those fish are going to be hanging out in and uh, i think you'll uh, i think you'll do pretty well you know on the bluegill bite uh, crappies, you know, find them in the, uh, in the weeds. Uh, they'll be hanging out there looking for a little bait fish to, uh, to nibble on perch. Uh, same deal. You know, they're going to be hanging out in those, uh, those weedy areas looking for, uh, for bait fish. And, uh, nothing like a good perch bite to, uh, uh, make a nice tasty summertime meal. There's no doubt about that. Um, as far as, uh, the catfish go, um, that bite's starting to pick up as well, which is, uh, which is cool. Um, they're starting to, uh, come out of some of that slack water into more now that the, the flow has come down, uh, that's starting to, uh, um, they're, they're starting to move out more into the, the main channel area and, you know, finding those, uh, places that they like to hang out in those little scour holes and, uh, structure that, uh, that you can find uh, where they're going to be hanging out. Um, so that bites. Uh, that bites. Whether you know your channel cats, flatheads, what have you. Um, and the cool thing, When I was talking to the folks up in was saying there were guys that went out uh, went out this morning actually, because you know it's nice and it's cool enough that you know the water isn't going to be too warm for them, and the the fish will be a little more active. Normally, this time of year, they're a little more. Uh, nighttime oriented um but yeah do a little early morning catfishing sounds like a good way to start the day no doubt about it or end the day I guess depending on your uh particular schedule of course the only thing uh and I'll probably know about this more about this later on but uh, um not really sure on the uh, on the bass bite they hadn't heard much up there uh, in terms of the, uh, bass bite, but I'm assuming that it's probably, you know, with the water going down, you know, again, uh, uh, things will start to improve as far as the, uh, as far as the bass bite goes. And, and I'll be very curious to see, uh, apparently there's a tournament up in fountain city, uh, going on, but of course there's a, uh, a BFL tournament going on, uh, today down in, uh, uh, our neck of the woods as well. So I'll be very curious to see how, uh, how that all turns out, I might. Swing, I think I'll swing up there and catch some of the weigh-in a little later on today, and check that out and chat with a few folks I know. Yeah, they took off the uh, this morning here, uh, five thirty. Uh, weigh-in is uh, actually at one, starting at one thirty this afternoon up at the uh, uh, West Copeland and Clinton ramp uh, up there, where you know where you normally have a lot of weigh-ins and whatnot but uh, again it's starting a little uh, i guess it seems a little earlier for me anyway but uh um 1 in the afternoon but then again there's a pretty big field of uh, of anglers as well so um i'm trying to you know just looking at the list here and yeah there's a uh, and i know some names uh I, you know i reckon i know jeremiah shaver uh is uh participate Wade or Cade Laufenberg is going to be in that uh, My Buddy John Reek is in that uh, they're all uh, out and about right now trying to uh, put a few fish in the live well so we'll uh, we'll see how things turn out this afternoon again the uh, the weigh in on that is uh, is at 1:30 this afternoon so but i would ass- you know and granted i'm making an assumption here but uh, i would assume that since the other uh, species are starting to pick up um, the bass bite's going to start to get going as well. So I'm sure we're going to see some beautiful fish this afternoon at the weigh-ins, uh, uh, at, uh up at West Copeland there and looking forward to, uh, to that. So again, uh, you know, as far as the, uh, the powerhouse Marine hotspot, yeah, check out, I, I would just, uh, you know, hop in the boat and, uh, check out the, the lock and dams and, you know, whatever you would prefer as far as, uh, uh, know your particular method of, of walleye fishing but right now i think i would maybe uh i would think about that um whether you're just kind of bouncing along the bottom a nice chunk of night crawlers big uh uh minnow or something like that plastic what have you you know i think that's uh i think that's going to be your best bet so but you know you've got some other options as well i know uh I, i'm going to uh Check out the fishing report here as well on the uh, the trout streams, which are of interest to me anyway. For the simple reason, I'm going to probably be doing a little trout fishing later on today, and um, with my friend, we're, I and it's going to be some new water that I never have tried before, uh, up uh, up in Trempealeau County. So I'm going to be very curious to see how that uh, how that goes, and I'll of course share how uh how poorly i did uh next week on the on the program <laughs> i i i hold no illusions of great fishing it's great if it happens uh but when it comes to trout fishing uh, i'm a little more realistic uh but anyway no you know in terms of uh, the trout streams um you know water temperatures again are uh in a really good spot as far as uh uh the trout go not too warm or anything like that um right now in in this time of year too we're getting into that uh time of the year where a little bit larger fly is always a, a great thing whether or not uh you know you uh, and i i like the fish hopper patterns um you know be- big beetle patterns things like that um those are always kind of fun to uh to toss out there not to mention that they're as I get older, my eyes get worse, and <laughs> they're a little easier to see on the streams. But, um, you know, the uh, you know, find a little shady area, a little bank that's undercut. I think there's going to be fish hanging out in there. So um, streams are flowing pretty clear right now. Um, if you want to fish some trichos, uh, you know, smaller trichos in the morning, um always a good time or late in the afternoon slash early evening um but yeah during the middle of the day those fish are going to be hanging out underneath underneath those cut banks and finding some structure to get uh get a little bit of shade so give those places a a try take your pick in terms of uh in terms of streams you got certainly plenty to uh to consider anyway certainly in a ton of them in vernon county don't overlook lacrosse county as well. and i'm going to talk a little bit uh, a little later on as well about uh um trout fest which is going on today down in coon valley it's already underway as a matter of fact so talk a little bit about that uh let's see here it is coming up on 8:22. i'm going to take a short break and uh, be back with more of wkty outdoors in just a couple of moments Here on WKTY 96.7 FM and 580 AM.
1: you want your bait to be the best of the best. You know, sit back and enjoy the exhilaration as your bait does the work. Welcome to Fat Cat Bait and Tackle in Trempolo, where the bait is frisky, very frisky, like jolting, jerking, juddering, jumping, right out of the bucket frisky. Live bait in shiners, rosy reds, spikes, willows, suckers, waxies, and beaver tail. And with all things fishing, it's your sunny summer fishing land. Fat Cat Bait and Tackle in downtown Trempolo. Live bait guaranteed to catch fish or die trying. FatCatBait.com. As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Find huge savings now through Sunday during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save $14 per gallon after sale price and rebate on Grand Distinction interior and exterior paint. Classic 3 tab shingles from Owens Corning are $9.98 per bundle after rebate. Get a 20-volt Black & Decker drill for only $19.99. Crestone retaining wall blocks are $0.69 cents each after rebate. These deals are so crazy, they're available in-store only while supplies last. So hurry in to save big during Menard's Crazy Day Sale.
2: Save
1: big money at Menard's.
2: My name is Anna Princeton. I'm the president at Modern Crane. And I'm Jim from SignPro. I recently purchased the business last July. When Anna got her business, she had a lot of work to do on their branding. We had no signage on any of our company vehicles besides our cranes. And so when I called SignPro, they did a fantastic job really getting our logo out there. SignPro was able to get consistent branding on all of her trucks and on a huge sign by the highway. And we're really looking forward to putting their logo on a huge 135-ton crane. It's definitely what it is. <laughs> really, you want to have an expert in your corner and signpro is that expert. You know, so it's one less thing that you have to worry about. We know you're busy. So we do everything we can to make branding your business easy. If you have a company that really needs to work on their visual marketing, you need to call Signpro. Really? You should call Signpro? Really. I mean, you should call Signpro. Really? Really. Go
1: to a pro. Signpro 78234
0: wkty 96 7 fm 580 a.m welcome back to wkty outdoors brought to you by tony ryerson at com. get the home or plot of land you've always wanted and before we hop back into uh, talking a little bit about uh Fishing, of course. I'm uh, going to talk a little bit about uh, Brewers. Yeah, got a little baseball action for you this evening as they take on the San Francisco Giants. Uh, that game getting underway at 7.30 uh, tonight here on WKTY. Uh, and hopefully the uh, the crew can get another one in the W column. Yeah, nice game last night. 3-1. to one. So they got the game tonight. They've got uh, tomorrow afternoon as well. Uh, we've got the game for you starting at 2.30 and here on WKTY. And uh, for you NASCAR fans, we've got uh, a little racing action starting at 12.30 on our sister station, uh, 14.10 WIZMAM as well. So, And then the uh, the Brewers continue on Monday. Uh, they take on the Dodgers. Uh, that'll be a night game as well. That'll get underway at 8.35 again here on WKTY. So that's a quick peek at uh, our sports calendar for the next couple of days so if you uh, want to take a you know check out a little baseball action yeah crew's doing uh, doing well they hung tough last night so new pitcher made their debut made his debut good stuff enjoying the season no doubt about it anyhow let's uh, let's shift gears and uh, uh get back into uh, talking a little bit about Outdoor activities, things, uh, fishing, all sorts of things going on. Of course, uh, this weekend is uh, is Trout Fest uh, today. Actually, uh, down in Coon Valley, they've got their uh, their breakfast at the Legion going on right now until uh, this started about uh, about a half hour ago, and is uh, going until noon at the uh, American Legion post uh, in uh, in Coon Valley there. And then, of course, uh, starting here in about a half an hour is uh, kids kids fishing in the park. Uh, there's village-wide rummage sales going on as well, um, and then the at the village hall is the craft and vendors show, um, and of course there's <clears throat> going to be all things fishing there as well, um, all sorts of things going on, and you know they've got prize drawings, they got bingo later this afternoon, lots of music as well, um, kids games, so it's great family activity. And, of course, you know, kids will get the opportunity to learn how to fish as well. And, I'm, you know, that stretch of river of, uh, of well, river of Coon Creek, I should say, uh, is uh, pretty decent. There's some nice fish in there. And I'm sure uh, plenty will be caught today. So, but uh, if you want to, you know, learn about trout fishing and have yourself a fun time, eh, swing on down to uh, to Coon Valley. You can't miss it. I mean, you know, it's right as you. At least coming from Lacrosse, anyway, it's right as you come into town here. So, I don't think that uh, I don't think you'll miss it. But it's always a fun time. So swing on over there and check it out. It's uh, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. I wish I could get down there today. Unfortunately, uh, my schedule is such that I can't make it. I'll be trout fishing in their honor later on this afternoon, or at least attempting it anyway. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh been a, a while since I picked up the fly gear, so we'll see how uh we'll see how bad I embarrass myself. <laughs> Hopefully not too bad anyway. I just have to do better than my buddy Jeff. So that's that's you know, the bar isn't terribly high to begin with, so <laughs> Uh, anyhow, so let's, uh, let's shift gears and, uh, and start talking a little bit about the, uh, the topic of the day, uh, which doesn't have anything to do with trout fishing, but, uh, it has a lot to do with, with catching fish. And I think too, uh, you, know, you was talking about bass fishing, uh, a little earlier here too. You know, this is a great, I think a great technique and you, you see it a lot, uh, on, uh, uh. With the pros, so you know, I mean, it's it's, it's a a tested technique that I think that uh, um, offers a lot of potential, especially in in situations where maybe there isn't uh, a, a lot of uh, cover or structure. Sometimes, I mean, it's really probably the only in in some cases, it's maybe the only structure that you're going to find uh, in a pretty big area uh, on on a lake or anything like that. Uh, or river for that matter too, and I'm talking about uh, uh, dock fishing. Um, saw a lot of guys uh, doing that uh, this time around with the uh, uh, Bassmaster Elite uh, fishing some docks. Um, you know, they just they're just a, a fish magnet. I mean, uh, there's just kind of no other way to put it. You know, if if you're looking for uh, looking for bass. But of course, too, there's going to be you know other species in there. There's going to be bluegills in there or crappies. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think primarily uh, what I'll focus on is is talking a little bit about you know bass fishing. Um, you know, they they're good from the the standpoint. You know, they provide cover uh, for fish, uh, protection from the sun and from predators, and again like i said they might be the only structure in an area um certainly not the uh not the case around here uh in a lot of places if you you know are in the immediate area here the lacrosse uh area here the black river a lot of docks and places like that um that uh again you know i mean obviously if you go further out into the wilds if you will um there's trees and things like that, but on a lot of stretches, you know, around urban areas anyway, um, there really isn't that kind of structure. So, you know, docks are kind of the down tree version, if you will. Yeah. So if you see a dock or, you know, docks, uh, sitting, you know, by themselves surrounded by no other real structure, yeah, it's worth a try. Worth a few casts anyway. Um, and two, you know, they'll be holding, you know, besides the bass, of course, and, and panfish. But just, the, you know, the bait fish are going to be doing the same thing there as well. They're going to be uh, be hanging out looking for cover, looking for shade, um, you know. I mean, in a lot of docks these days are, are metal, um, which is, you know, they're not necessarily as good as wooden ones, if you can find wooden ones, because uh, there's always, you know, it always seems like there's, you know, bugs or, or, you know, smaller insects of some kind in those those woody area wood areas that get eaten by, of course, the uh, uh, bait fish and turn by the larger fish and so on and so forth. So, but, you know, metal docks are, are still pretty decent in terms of uh, places to check out. Um, eventually, they'll, you know, they'll get that, uh, the pipes, posts, whatever, pieces that are hanging in the water, they'll get that growth on there, and that'll in turn generate the, you know, insect life, which draws the bait fish and, you know, the whole circle of life thing kind of thing. So, but, you know, let's talk around, uh, and, and I'm going to talk a little bit too about um, what's around the dock and, and some other things that, that help make a potentially mediocre dock good or a good dock bad that is simple you know if a dock has a muddy bottom you know maybe you know put that on the list and and come back to it or something if you, you're not finding success elsewhere best the stuff you're looking for is rock uh, you know when it comes to bass fishing uh having other structure and cover around in the general vicinity is a good thing to have um you know uh, you've all heard the tales of Folks sinking Christmas trees and stuff like that off their docks is a fish attractor, and it works too. Um, Brush is a holder of the bait fish that the bass eat. Uh, grass and weeds around the dock can also have the same kind of impact, uh, holding bait fish and providing other ambush locations for bass to set up in. Um, you know, if you find a, a weedy area by a dock, you know, yeah, check it out. Um, always a good opportunity you know get in there and and maybe get at some fish that uh, haven't been touched you know some other things to uh uh, to think about as well um keep in mind too uh you know docks on secondary points or spawning flats in normal uh, normal are normally best in the spring while docks on deeper main lake points or near channel swings are good in the summer and uh later in the season as well um of course with the weather this year who knows i mean it it, (laughs) the the river temperature and and river stage and everything is kind of thrown a little bit of a monkey wrench into things but you know traditionally those are the kind of things you want to you want to think about um don't overlook any long sections too up against a bank even if it's shallow water i mean you really only need a couple of feet to find them if they're in there um and you know, certainly you can you can catch them in just a couple of feet of water um you know if there's an area between the bank and the and the dock um you know work that too if you can angle in there of course um that can be a kind of a safe zone if you will for bass uh are safe place oh something like that <laughs> anyhow um but yeah you know check those check those places out and You know, if you can get in there and and do it safely and do it accurately, um, you know, that's something to uh, consider, of course, as well. Um, And I'll talk more about that in a little bit here, too. But uh, before talking about lures, talk a little bit. I am going to talk a little bit about the equipment that maybe you should be thinking about as well. Uh, A shorter rod, a six, six and a half foot medium weight rod are, are probably good lengths to use for accuracy. Um, and again, that's critical in terms of, of good dock fishing. Another element, uh, is line choices are varied. Of course, is the, uh, much as the types of docks as well. Um, you know, but to boil it down into a, a simple answer or an easier answer, one that's of course, always open to interpretation, um, something other than monofilament and in a, a heavyweight line. So, you know, braided line, super line, fluorocarbon, combination however you want to work it um you know 20 pound on up uh from there the important thing to remember is that the line needs to be tough enough to to withstand you know banging around docks uh those pylons and posts and and just rubbing up and brushing up against things um you know that's the kind of thing that i'm thinking about here in terms you want something you know take your pick uh you've got a bunch of choice. you want something with durability is the uh really is the bottom line in terms of uh in terms of line is what you're using um the other thing too is is heavier line can also mean being able to horse out a big bass from underneath the dock without you know worrying about breaking off the line as well you know if it gets uh, a little tangled on underneath there which you know with things hanging in the water that certainly can happen um but uh Got a little better control with a little heavier line um now let's uh, let's jump to lures uh, same with fishing lines of course you know you got a ton of choices um there's plenty out there i mean take your take your pick maybe start out you know kind of slow fishing top waters you know during the early part of the day um you know along the edges of the dock and then maybe as the day progresses switch over to, to spinner baits or blade baits um uh, a Senko Wacky rigged is, is worth trying to kind of let it flutter down and give it a good hard snap to get it moving again. That can, you know, certainly trigger uh, uh, a lot of strikes. Um, you could also do swim baits. Always a good choice since uh, they're imitating a nice uh, meal for a bass. Uh, shallow crank baits uh, and other hard baits will, uh, will do a good job of drawing fish out along the uh, Uh, The edge of the dock, not quite so good for skipping under the dock, and and that's certainly another technique that uh, you can think about as well. Um, But uh, um, I'll talk more about that in a moment. Skipping works well with with those swim baits. Um, But for pitching around the brush or dock piles around the edges of the dock, uh, a Jager soft plastic with rigged weedless, easier said than done, uh, is a a good choice uh, as well. Now, in terms of, of where you want to be uh, when you, you know, kind of uh, think of, you know, just you got to work all the angles, if you will. Uh, start with the outer edges. Uh, start first in the shadow side of the dock to uh, lessen the chance of spooking the fish. And, you know, again, it's going to be just a little perceptively cooler uh, for the fish. And, of course, it's in the shade, so fish will be... Uh, enjoying that as well you know, uh, work those spinners or topwaters or cranks along the edges um you know if you don't get a hit uh don't be afraid to bang the lure off the dock piling for a little extra noise yeah it's yeah it's it's, it's hard on the lures but you know it can work um and you know now you kind of see why the heavier line is beneficial um eventually what you'll want to do is is you know switch over to swim baits to uh to shoot back under the dock and you know that's of course the skipping part of the show takes a little practice but it's a, it's a good technique to have in your arsenal um you know taking basically taking a lure in one hand flipping the lure or pulling the lure and line back everything kind of like a bone arrow and then kind of letting go and skipping it under the rock or under the dock i should say or off the rock but anyway uh, it, it sounds simple, but it's, it's not, again, it takes a little practice. Of course, you know, if you're in a boat, uh, yeah, you got that added in there as well. So it takes a, it takes a little skill, but, uh, it can be a, it can be a great technique there's no doubt about it. Um, and when you do do this, you want to get as low to the water as you, as you can go kind of like skipping rocks when you were a kid. I mean, that's really what you're doing is skipping the lure, boom, boom, boom underneath the dock, you know, a low angle done, right. Can, you know, skip it all the way to the back of the dock or, you know, or at least as far as possible anyway. And and that's, you know, in a lot of cases where the bass are going to be hiding. Um, and again, don't forget to, to try to work any area open area between the dock and the shore. Um, and a couple of other things too, that, uh, is, is a kind of wind this down here as well. Um, couple of things to avoid if you're uh, if you're gonna do try a little dock fishing um, you know if there's people on the dock find someplace else I mean you know they're they're probably spooking the fish anyhow there's that's probably the case anyway so you know wait a while see if they leave and then uh, and then try it again. When it comes to skipping, you know, if you don't think you can accurately get a lure under the dock without snagging it or hooking it on a piling or or worse, you know, skip that as well. Um, you know, go practice. It's not worth losing a lure on your end, but also to have, you know, somebody who's maybe traipsing in the water or, uh, hanging around their dock, dangling their feet off the edge to, uh, to find your lure the hard way, um, Think about it in those terms as well, you know. So there you have it. Give docks a try. They're just really they are. They're they're more than just a place to tie a boat up to. They're uh, they're a potential, like I said, fish magnet. Places to uh, places to try, and certainly as the uh, the water levels go down here too, you know, and those are going to be great places to try. More structure. That's really what you're. What you're thinking about anyway, especially again, like I said, uh, in, uh, in a lot of urban areas where maybe there, you know, you don't have the down trees and the water on a, on a lake or, or uh, a river, um, you know, certainly, uh, something that you want to think about and realistically, you know, depending on where you put in, you know, you don't even have to go very far to, to find those places. Um, and, and again, can be very successful. It is 844. I'm going to take a short break and come back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY 96.7 FM and 580 AM.
1: As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Providing students with school supplies and clothing is expensive.
2: Last year, Catholic Charities and Salvation Army were able to provide 1,200 students with school supplies and clothing. This year, we want these students to start the school year off right. Through August 10th, buy a few extra school supplies at La Crosse Area ShopCo stores and leave them in the bin. Or pick a tag at Once Upon a Child and purchase an outfit for a child. Back to school with rich Heating and Air Conditioning, Century 21, Riverbank, Go Right Way. Pulse Heating and Air Conditioning, and Midwest Family Broadcasting. I'm Kevin Kuglue with This Week in the NCAA on Westwood One. Many college football fans took a break from the summer heat to follow wall-to-wall coverage of the Power Conference's football media days these past two weeks. Across the country, players and coaches gathered to talk with the media about their high hopes for the future. My vision for this program is to win multiple championships in a first-class
0: manner. That's our our vision. Um, That's going to always be our vision. And um, to me, that's what Florida State is all about. And that's what I grew up watching and loving when it came to Florida State football. Every year they were competing for a championship. That's first-year Seminole head
2: coach Willie Taggart. But for many fans and media members, the football discussion picks up right where it left off on January 8th after the University of Alabama's dramatic 26-23 come-from-behind overtime championship win over Georgia. Last week, Crimson Tide head coach Nick Saban warned the media that he didn't have an answer for the question
1: he knew was coming. Still to be determined as to who's going to play quarterback for Alabama. So you can ask all the questions about it, but it's still to be determined. Two of them basically missed spring practice due to an injury. Uh, Jalen had a good spring. Um, Both guys have had great summers and we're just going to have to see who wins the team in fall camp.
2: The start of the 2018 season is just one month away. Coming up, some Division I members get a helping hand on This Week in the NCAA. The NCAA announced this week grants totaling $1.8 million awarded to nine Division I members to support programs to help student-athletes complete their degrees. Multi-year grants from the Accelerating Academic Success Program went to Lamar University, Weber State, Cal State Fullerton, and UT Arlington. Additional one-year grants were awarded to Idaho State, Texas Southern, St. Peter's, Norfolk State, and Alabama State. That's This Week in the NCAA. I'm Kevin Kugler on Westwood One. WKTY 96.7 FM,
0: 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And some fishing news uh, this week. A story out of uh, of Madison. Actually, it's kind of cool. It's a cool story. Um, And uh, Brenda Carter is the the state's newest state fish record holder. Um, She beat the uh, pumpkin seed record. Said a year ago, by her daughter Erica, <laughs> you know, how often does something like that happen? Hardly. They were uh, they were fishing, uh, and and I I hope I don't mispronounce it or whatever. Lake uh, Nakabe in Marinette County, and uh, yeah, she beat the uh, beat her daughter's record by a quarter of an inch, which, you know, and it was, and that's where her daughter set the record in 2017 so it was a year and a day apart and of course uh, now uh, now the daughter it's like a little fishing competition now they're you know, it's like gives gives erica a goal to shoot for she says that's cool and you know and then i'm just looking on the dnr website where i found the information on this and uh it's uh there've been a bunch of records set this year and some of them really in our neighborhood as well. Um, where was that one here? Yeah. Um, Stanley von Rudin of Norwalk set uh, the initial record for a spotted sucker on February 22nd with a 20 and a half inch, four pound, 10 ounce, uh, fish caught in Lake Onalaska in La Crosse County. That's, uh, uh, one of them anyway. And then, uh, Let's see. Where was that other one? Oh yeah, Jason Barron's uh, shot a uh, um, fifty-six and one-eighth inch, nineteen pound, five point four uh, longnose gar on May twenty-fourth from the Mississippi River up in Trumbull County. Uh, the fish broke the current record by uh, almost a pound. So that's uh, that's pretty good. And, and of course, there were a bunch of other uh, uh, records as well. Um, and if you go to the DNR website, there's some pictures of the, the fish, and some of these are just gorgeous-looking. This one is, is this tiger trout. Uh, Scott Erickson of Burlington uh, improved the record in Wisconsin anyway by a little over a quarter of a pound on, in, in May when he got a 16-inch, two-pound, one-ounce fish from a private pond in Racine County. Gorgeous-looking. I mean, that tiger trout. If you've never seen one beautiful-looking fish. Um And then there were uh, some other ones as well. uh, I didn't realize creek chubs could get this big, but apparently uh, they can. A uh, new record in Wisconsin, uh, Gregory Banbenek of Duluth caught an 11-and-three-quarter-inch, three-quarter-pound creek chub uh, from uh, Amnicon Lake in Douglas County, uh, bettering the record by a little over two ounces. And... uh, Ross Lubner of Campbell Sport quickly surpassed uh, uh, the white sucker record uh, from earlier this year. He beat that about a month later uh, by shooting a twenty-four and one-half inch, seven pounds seven or seven pounds six point seven ounce white sucker. Uh, and again, seeing a lot more of these records from non-traditional uh, methods. You know, bow angling is uh, uh, certainly. Uh, Starting to take off here. Um another gar was uh, was shot, a thirty-five inch, thirty-five and five eighths inch, five pound, one ounce short nose gar uh from Lake Butamore was shot by Brian Thompson of Missouri. and that was up in over in Winona County or Winnebago County, I should say. Uh, and that beat the record by almost a half pound, so good size fish. But uh this one I I really boy, I'd love to have seen this fish. This would have been gorgeous. Uh, Michael Ash of Cudahy caught and released an 11-inch bluegill uh, on February 28th. It's, it's probably still out there. Um, caught it in the Mississippi down in Crawford County. The fish bettered the existing record by a, by a half an inch. But can you, I mean, it's like I, I'm just kind of doing, you can't see it, of course, on the radio, but I'm, I'm like kind of doing a finger thing here, and, and I'm like an 11-inch bluegill. Holy crap, that thing's big that he had fun pulling that through the hole holy moly that's that's, uh, that's quite the fish doesn't say how much it weighed but i i would have been very curious to see how much uh, how big you know in terms of weight that fish was but you know think about it though an 11 inch bluegill i mean that's you know i mean i've caught some nice ones that are probably you know 7 or 8 but you know then now you tack on another 3 inches i mean wow that's uh that's impressive so again he he caught and released it so you know the fish is probably out there you at least hope so anyway so but anyhow uh that's kind of a quick peek at a little fishing news this morning here something to to, uh to shoot for this weekend if you're headed out and certainly got beautiful weather for it uh back in just a couple of moments with more of wkty outdoors here on wkty 96.7 fm and 580 a.m
1: The stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking, man, can my old boat motor get me there? Here's a solution for that. A new Bennington pontoon that's powered by a new Mercury motor available at Powerhouse Marine. Not only will this provide you with a way to get you and your fishing buddies to the hot spot, but you could also enjoy the day on the river with your family. Do some great sightseeing or if you're a fishing boat kind of guy, how about a new low fishing boat with a Mercury outboard motor? A new low boat is great not only for fishing, but for fishing but also for pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in the area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Plus, to help you find your own hotspots, check with different hummingbird fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low-fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hotspot today.
2: Saturday night is our tribute to the Special Olympics, thanks to the fine folks at Quick Trip. Come early when gates open at 5 for happy hour specials with Howie's on lacrosse, and stay late for our final post game fireworks extravaganza of the year, once again thanks to Quick Trip. It's a big Saturday night matchup between the Loggers and the Mankato Moondogs tonight at 6.05. Get your tickets now at loggers.com. There's just no place like Oakland Park. This fan update is brought to you by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Find your win during another exciting Brewers promotion. Want a free terrace-level game ticket? Then complete a BP come-on-back card by making seven purchases of eight or more gallons of gas at participating BP gas stations. Call 414 902 for more details. Stay tuned for more Brewers baseball presented by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Find your win at Pottawatomie. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Ron, you made it in under the wire. Hi, Ron. How are you? What's up, Romy? How are you doing? Good. How about you, Ron? It's actually Ryan. I didn't want to clarify it. It's not it's Ron. It's started. Ryan. It's and... not a good cup. No. Why'd you do that, Alan? You don't like that cup. I don't like that car. Why'd you do that? Not a very good car. All right, so you hear me ask. Why did you do that, Alvin? Alvin ran him, and all the guy did was correct me because I said his name wrong, and I said his name wrong because Hawk gave me the wrong name. And I said, Alvin, that's really not fair. Why did you run that guy? And Alvin's response was, quote, don't correct the host. I called him by the wrong name because Sparrow wrote down the wrong name. The caller kindly corrected me, and Alvin murdered him. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show, weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
0: Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. at the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And again, uh, a beautiful weekend to, uh, to get out and enjoy some fishing. And uh, we're looking at you know, two pretty picture-perfect summer days. Uh, mostly sunny skies today, 81. Uh, well, today and tomorrow, as a matter of fact, both days. And uh, some cooler evenings just does for some reason it just for me it does not seem like july it should be like you know hot humid maybe we'll get that in august i don't know but uh i'll take it it's uh great have the windows open and all sorts of good stuff but yeah you know you want to get out there and do some fishing again uh taking a quick peek at the uh, the powerhouse marine hotspot report uh like i mentioned earlier if you're just joining uh is uh, is check out Check out the Lock and Dams uh, up in there. The flow is has come down uh, in uh, in many of those places, and certainly the the water levels have, have come down as well. Uh, and you know, the walleye fishing is is starting to pick up. So if you're looking for a, a, again a great meal, uh, some good fishing, um, those are the places that uh, I, I think you can you know check out. And certainly you know you don't have to go very far to. Uh, uh, get to one, you know, and I don't think it's going to matter which one you would go to, you know, whether you would go up, you know, to Genoa or, or go down to Genoa, uh, Trempolo, Dresbach, uh, you know, take your pick. I think, uh, they're all going to perform pretty much the, pretty much the same. So again, if you don't have a boat, you know, there's, there's fishing floats out there as well, um, that you can take advantage of and certainly have a, a great time out there. And, uh, Again, take advantage of it while you can. I mean, it's going to be a, uh, again, beautiful weekend. And get out there and, and have some fun. Uh, panfish bite, look for those, uh, you know, little backwater areas, places with some, you know, down trees, places like that. Those are going to be the places that, uh, you know, if you want to pick up some nice bluegills, sunnies, what have you, those are going to be the places that you want to check out. I've got to wrap things up for this Saturday. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on WKTY Outdoors appreciate it we'll do it again next saturday with another edition for you so until then again if you uh, you head out certainly be safe wear the life jacket if you're going to be headed out in the boat there and don't want any problems or accidents or anything this weekend keep it safe and again if you are heading out whether you're shore fishing or in a boat what have you take the kids along you know and teach them the joys of the outdoors A lot out there for them to see and do and, and make lifelong memories and learn lifelong skills. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors.